welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast, a discussion of God's extraordinary works through His ordinary ways. My name is Winston Weber, and today we are doing something a little different. You may have seen in the title that this is called Five Minutes of Why, colon, Threefold Communion. And the reason why is because we are doing something different. This episode might run a little bit longer because of this explanation, (laughs) but... The goal is to have five minutes to talk about something that we do as a church. This is going to be a little bit more Grace Church of Orange specific, but it could also explain other things that people do at different churches. The purpose of why we're doing this five minutes why is to help people understand why we do what we do as a church and understand the biblical or theological foundations that they're built upon. So we're going to go five minutes at a time through different subjects today is threefold communion. And I got somebody today who it's one of his favorite things to do as a church. Right, Mike? Yes, sir. I absolutely love threefold communion. And interestingly, it wasn't until I became the pastor of Grace Church of Orange in July of 2006 that I ever experienced a threefold communion. So the first time I ever did this was with our church. And we do it four times a year at Grace Orange. And we're a part of the Karis Fellowship formerly known as the Grace Brethren Fellowship, Fellowship of Grace Brethren Churches. And this is one of our distinctives. We have two primary distinctives. One is threefold communion. Another is triune immersion. So those are our our distinctives. And before we get into why we're doing this, explain real quick, what exactly is threefold communion? So threefold communion uh, is is a beautiful thing. It's basically a picture of the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ in our lives. So there's three aspects, his past ministry on the cross, his present ministry in heaven interceding for us, and his future ministry in heaven. And so we do three things for his past ministry at the cross. We do the bread and the cup, known as communion or the Lord's table in most churches. Uh, For his present ministry in heaven, we do foot washing. And then for his future ministry in heaven, we have a meal, a symbolic, uh, um, excuse me, not a symbolic meal, a meal that symbolizes the marriage Supper of the Lamb uh, that's spoken of in Revelation chapter 19. So you said that uh, the reason we do this is because we are a part of a fellowship that does it. Primarily, that's the reason we do this at Grace Church of Orange. So our fellowship believes this is the biblical practice, and uh, we're we're people that believe the Bible, the whole Bible, and nothing but the Bible, uh, which is kind of one of the unofficial you know mottos of the Caris Fellowship over the years. But basically, this is just one of the kind of traditional things that this fellowship does, and it's very rich. I mean, it was a new thing to me, and, you know, we know what foot washing is from John chapter 13. We know what the bread and cup is from the Gospels and from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, we know uh, the marriage supper of the Lamb and, and that, the, that marriage supper that we are looking forward to. Yeah, so we know these things, and we're basically saying, look, the way we do them is we, we basically celebrate them uh, with a worshipful attitude, joyful seriousness is what I like to tell our congregation, that uh, we believe that nothing can wash away our sins except the blood of Jesus. We are celebrating what Jesus did at the cross. This is an activity that we do that is solemn yet joyful. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying here that, you know, I, I heard a little bit of um, Bible in there. But are you saying that we just kind of do this because it's a tradition that we have? And I thought traditions were bad. So offline, Winston and I were talking about this in terms of, you know, the 
that our fellowship does this and not a lot of other groups do it. But we both uh, believe that the Bible teaches this model. And we were even talking about why 1 Corinthians doesn't have foot washing in it. And primarily it would be because of the context in which uh, that cultural context, it would assume that you would do foot washing. So you have the bread and cup, you'd have uh, love feasts, meals, where the body would come together and celebrate. So we believe what we do is biblical. Um, if we thought it was just a weird thing, we probably would stop doing it. Yeah. And so we're not doing it just to do it, but it is one of our distinctives. Yeah. And I mean, again, you and I were talking about this. And so yes. I, I think if you just read John and you read all that goes on in the uh, upper room there, the biggest one for a lot of people is the foot washing thing. That one's weird. And like, why, why do I have to show my feet mm -hmm. to other people? I, I will tell you, there are no cleaner feet than that, which are about to get washed at a uh, foot washing. <laughs> well, on the uh, women's <laughs> side of things, all my wife and my girls, they all wash their feet beforehand. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, See? I'm making sure mine are as dirty as possible because <laughs> I'm getting mine washed. I'm getting extra Come sanctified on, today. Let's go. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that's basically my shower for the week, right? <laughs> so no, obviously like we can joke about that, but I think when you read that Jesus says, just as I have done for you, yes. you do to one another, it's that same sort of formulaic language that we see with the bread and the cup as well. Yes. And the love feast, obviously, because it was a Seder dinner. Yes. So all those things coming together, I, I think that it's a very beautiful moment. If you've never done a threefold communion, it's it's very beautiful. It's like you were saying, it's serious, but it's so joyful as well. It's That's a, right. It's a very unique experience, I'd say. Absolutely. And the thing is, one of the things we do that's not part of the three things, but we do testimonies and, and right after the meal and before we do the, go to the foot washing, we have people stand up and just share what God's been doing in their life. And it's just, it's a real worshipful time. We sing some songs, we pray, we get in the word. Uh, we do what Christians do basically. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great thing. So thank you for uh, talking about that. This is a, a really unique thing that Grace Church of Orange does. And so even if you're not a member of Grace Church of Orange, you know, it, it, it's something that you should think through whether or not this is something that is biblical that you should be doing, if not uh, as a church, maybe just as a family. But, you know, search the scriptures, know what is true. And if you are a member of Grace Church of Orange, have a position as well. Uh, you should know how we ought to worship the Lord. That's right. Amen. Amen. Well, that's going to do it for us here on Ordinary Church. We hope you like this new format. If you guys have questions on uh, things that you'd like to know, five minutes of why we do X, go ahead and send those to ordinarychurch at gmail.com, and we'll try to get to those on air. Until next time, we hope that you'll join us next Thursday as we remain faithful even in the ordinary. <laughs>